0: You, Jesus, for light, for illumination, for understanding of your word. We thank you. Thank you for the spirit of revelation. We worship you, our Father. Thank you for the eyes of our understanding that is being enlightened, oh God. Oh, we well, thank you because you are enabling us to know what's the hope of our calling. We exalt you, Father. We magnify you today, oh God, that you alone will be glorified. And every one of us will be edified by the ministry of your word and your spirit. We thank you. We submit to you, oh God, trusting that you would help us to be able to see your heart and communicate your heart by your word and your spirit to us this morning. We thank you, Father. We appreciate your holy name. We give you praise, our Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are Praise God. Welcome again to Minister's Rest this Monday morning. Uh, if you're at the back, can we fill up the front seat? It's important that um, the seats in front of us are filled. Hallelujah. So can we please fill up the front seats, the streets seat for you? Can you fill that up? Hallelujah! Greetings to everyone.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's fill this place. Let's fill in front. Let's fill it up, please. So yeah, if you're a vacant seat in front of you, please try and fill up that seat. So we know those who came early, enough. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ah. Uh, trusting the Lord again this morning to, you know, continue the thoughts we had last week. Uh, it was, it was, um, I know some meeting last week, you know, our God used everybody to sharpen one another, to encourage one another, to build up one another as in regard to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church in this season, uh, we need to comprehend what is the length, the breadth that Jonathan So, how that um, we need to comprehend what's the length, the breadth, the height, the depth. Uh, of the knowledge of God or the love of God, that passes all understanding. I, I'm trusting the Lord again this morning. It's it's close to my mouth. Just give me a little. It's close to my mouth. At least I've tried it, I've tried a little. Amen. <laughs> so and um, today we're just gleaning. We're just gleaning from uh, what we you know, looked at when Pastor Matthew was around last two Mondays, from the book of Matthew to four and the book of Revelation chapter six. So using comparing those two scriptures together. So after the um, after the you know um, you know Segesis of Gosford. Am I right, Sister Funke? Am I right? Eh? Of the word of God. Now, I'm trying to know whether my English is in there. Uh-huh. So, eh? It's what? And anyway, I just want to know that whatever I'm saying is in line. That's what I'm trying to communicate. Amen. Amen. So, uh, uh, one house, please. So, from last we began to glean from what we learned uh, two Mondays ago. So, we're so blessed you know, having understanding, seeing uh, light, understanding we didn't have before, how uh, that God is through each and every one of us, shedding light into what the book of Revelation, chapter 6, is actually saying as we compare it with uh, Matthew, chapter 24 to understand, and today again, we're still doing the same thing as we look into the things that were discussed uh, in the previous uh, um, study or sharing of God's word. And um, I will still, I don't want to start at all, I just want to do it as we did last. <laughs> I don't want to start at all. I just want to do as we did it last time. So, for those of us who were here that Monday, there are so many things that was that we do not touched. So I want us to please. I need that. I need a second mic. So I want us to, you know, say the things to understand from that um, word of God. Revelation to the six. And Matthew 24, as we we'll begin to chat a course from there. Hallelujah. So, among us? But Moses was there, right? He spoke last week. Uh, Pastor David, the king, you were there last. You were there in the last meeting? Yes. Uh, I want you to tell us um, or share with us from those, you know, portions of scriptures that was shared the things. Not all of them were touched last week, right? So we want to get your own, um, what you glean from the book of Revelation. and Those who spoke last week already blessed us. So, and this week, today, I'm expecting the same thing. Hallelujah. And if you see how those who spoke last week, they don't mean that this week, the other things you looked into, you, you saw, that you should not be shared with others, so that everybody will come, will be a part of what God, you know, is saying to us. Good song.
2: Praise the Lord. All right. Uh, last week, a lot was said based on the subject of the Gospel of the Kingdom, but I want to. Uh, lay emphasis on the overview of the Book of Revelation, which was given uh, by uh, Pastor Judy. So he began by saying that actually the Book of Revelation was given to servants, which is very important. Important notes, if we must understand the Book of Revelation, then we must understand the background. That first it was written to servants and uh, for us to be able to understand the book of revelation we must have the the, the posture of a heart for service if we must actually grasp into the secret because it also, also say that it was also it's like uh, it was it's a coded as uh, uh, you know language and but it was actually meant to be unlocked uh by servants It takes a posture of a heart of service to be able to uh, glance into the mysteries that are being uh, uh, hidden in that book. I think that's all I want to say about that. Hallelujah. Praise
0: the Lord. What you just said to us now is very uh, important in looking at the book of Revelation uh uh is a book that is f- symbolic it's a symbolic book there are so much so many of uh uh um what do you call it now uh all this word now come now come 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 uh there's a word I'm looking for, but I know the book of Revelation is uh, is a symbolic book, it's a book that has to do with symbols. Are you seeing that? So and those symbols need to be decoded. Are you seeing that? Because the book is only like you said, the book is only meant for for servants. Are you seeing that? So, what a lot of times when people, you know try to verge into the book of Revelation. They don't see is that the book of the revelation of Jesus. They see it at the book of Antichrist. What they see is the beast. What they see um, is the beast, you know, and so many other things they see there. But actually when you look at the beginning of the book, you see now you see, you see that um, uh, 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 it's a book that is meant for servants. So you see when you look at the book of Revelation chapter 1 can you please shoot Revelation one for me from verse 1. you, Jesus. chapter 1, verse 1. It said, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass, he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. So... Uh, the words signify uh show to us that is a book that reveals a person and what that person is 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 coded in signs and symbols. So it takes um a servant for such book to be unveiled to, to be revealed to. Are you seeing that? And actually, the essence of this book is to show us the beginning of our salvation and the end of our salvation. Are you seeing that? The beginning of salvation and the end of salvation. So, and uh, uh, if I don't have the hard posture of a servant, this book will be will be locked, will not be unlocked to me. Hallelujah. Praise God. But beyond that, uh, there are other things we looked at last time. I want us to uh, say the things we saw from those scriptures. Okay, you were there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
3: Um, I want to revert us back to that of uh, uh, Pastor Dilly's message on the last two weeks' uh, meeting. Concerning that of uh, Matthew 24, verse 1, and that of Revelation 1 also. Uh, six. So both of them is talking about uh, is giving us the understanding of light which is Jesus Christ. He's telling us about the light which is Jesus Christ in the life of the servant. So of the light that when there's no light in you a darkness will prevail. That is Jesus Christ. When you absent of Jesus Christ, your appearance does not show that the light is there until when Christ reveals Himself to you. Pastor Lede was making this clear to us that uh, that light, which is Jesus Christ, is an understanding of revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Making it clear to every one of us, uh, the servant, that the light revealed the man Jesus Christ to, to us and to everyone that is around, making us nice to understand the meaning and the uh, the meaning of coming or existence of Jesus Christ in the world. As we look onto this revelation, I am looking at this one Revelation 1:1. 1, 1. Uh, it go along with what I want to reveal that the light of Jesus Christ, re, the light of Jesus Christ, reveal unto the servant, unto you know, the servant of God, and signify the powers of God in the life of man of God. This light gave us an understanding to make us know the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And also, this light proved Jesus Christ in the life of the believers. You may have uh, the power or the grace of being a man of God, but... When the light does not reveal through you, you are still remain in darkness. You may have the grace of uh, signs and wonders, miracles. It doesn't mean that you have light. But that light, Jesus Christ, is just like a character. But when you did not prove this light through yourself, when the light is not manifest through you, that man Christ is not yet in you. Just Christ is a light, as we know, as we all know, that is a light. He revealed himself. It's not you that will prove it, but he will reveal himself through you. People see Christ in you. When he it manifests, it's not when you prove it, he will manifest himself. Being a man of God, a prophet, doesn't mean that you are in light. Being a believer from ancient doesn't mean that you are in light. Until light himself gives himself out of you that people to see. Let's see that after um, that of um, uh, Matthew 24, first one.
4: Then
3: Jesus Christ went out and departed from the temple, and his disciple came up. To show him the building of the temple, and Jesus said unto them, Do you not see all this thing? Do you not see all this thing? Assuredly, I say, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. This one is a mystery. What He was telling the disciples is a mystery. But for them to have an understanding, it was until when Christ revealed that message to them. When they, before they can have the understanding, it is when Christ revealed out the message to them. All the day, Jesus Christ used to talk to the disciples through parable. And the understanding is until when they have light, when they believe, when they have that, uh, that charismatic thing within themselves, to believe within themselves before they can have the light, before the light can give them the understanding of the message. Praise the Lord. Thank you, sir.
0: I call Pastor Clever, you know, it's possible that um, you know the book of Revelation, chapter two, says something about one of the churches. He said, he said, um, so I know you, I think the church of uh, the church of the Ephesians church, he said, uh, I know you who have not being able to bear with those who say they are apostles, but they are not. Do you remember that scripture? The Ephesians, eh? the Ephesians, Church. The Ephesians Church. Can we can move through that? I just want to use it to relate to what is trying to point to us, so that there are people who say they are apostles, and they are not. Why? Because. Uh, the life they reflect is not the life of Christ. Are you seeing that? Now, an apostle, a teacher, a prophet, an evangelist, you understand, is supposed to do what? To re- reflect the measure of Christ is he or she is carrying, right? The measure of Christ or he or she is carrying is supposed to reflect that measure of Christ to those who are around him or him or her. But you see that. Uh, what they reflect is not Christ. What they reflect is this world. Are you seeing that? So they say they are, but they are not. Why are they not? Because what they profess, but, uh, uh, Paul was writing to Titus, he said, They profess to know me, but in their works, right? They deny me. It means every time. Their day to day living is not for me, it's for themselves. So as long as the life I live is not reflecting the Lord, you understand, then I am I am that does not show because I'm called an apostle, you understand, or because I do signs and wonders. In quote, I'm a reflection of Christ. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. You know, he said, uh, "In my name, your name will do this. Your name will do that." And I said, "Depart from me. You have been lawless. You workers of means you have been lawless. You have not the essence of what I release, what I give to you, is to be able to reflect me, to to reveal me, to manifest me. Because that is what the world is waiting for. But it is something different you are you are showing." So the, the essence of the, the revelation of Christ is to kill a man so that Christ can be revealed. But a lot, of, a lot of times, we don't want to die. We want to protect ourselves. We don't want to project the Lord. Hallelujah. So you see a man who is pointing men to himself an apostle, right? He's pointing men to himself. He's not pointing men to the Lord. Are you saying that? So, but the essence of the mission of Jesus, you understand, is to do what? Is to show men the Lord. Is to re- to point men to God, not point men to yourself. That's so clever. Please, there are, there are things Pastor Delaware Matthew touched in Matthew chapter six. Sorry, Matthew. Matthew 24, as in explaining it in Revelation chapter 6. I, I want to, we have not gone there. It was last week we went into that place. This week we are not going there. I want us to go there. There are things there, there are things that are buried in that place. Let's let's dig it out. We did that last week now, and it was a wonderful fellowship. So let's <laughs> dig it out this week.
5: Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Um, Yeah, we've been talking about the revelation of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Hallelujah. We've been talking about the revelation of Jesus Christ. When Pastor Samson read Revelation chapter 1 now, you know, something done on me, There was a light that I just saw. And then talking of what Pastor Dele Matthew said in Matthew 24, you know, um, one of the questions that the disciples asked Jesus Christ was, when shall be the end of the times? When shall be the end of the times? So... The answer, one of the answers that Jesus gave was the things that we precede the end of the times. And then that before the world will rule, Amen. I before this age ends, Jesus is going to come again. So it's about that revelation of the emergence of Jesus the second time. Praise God. So I went back to Revelation. Why, Pastor Samson was speaking from Revelation chapter 1, he says it's the revelation of Jesus Christ, you know, that he sent to signify through an angel to his servant, John. Praise the name of the Lord. So prior to this time, we've been looking at the book of Revelation, including myself, as something that God is going to walk inside the believers. Praise God. So while he read that scripture, there was an understanding that dawned on me on the revelation of Jesus Christ. I began to see. It says that the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave to him, which God gave to him, gave to Jesus Christ. And while he was talking, you know, my mind began to think, is it? The revelation this revelation we are talking is it about how Jesus is going to be revealed from the inside or what is going to happen in the end times when Jesus is coming the second time because God God gave it to him. Now there is a scripture that talked about Jesus said that no man knows when he will come or the some of those the exact time that he is going to come is only known to the father. So while he, yes, in the book, he said, no man knows that time. It's only the father. It's only with the father. Praise the name of the Lord. So when he said that God gave it to him, this revelation, and then what we see in the book of Matthew 24, begin to, I mean, we see, Instead of Jesus telling them how it's going to be manifest in us, we see him telling them the things that will happen, the first prophets will come, this one will happen, and all kinds of things. And then it was detailed in the revelation or in the vision of John the Apostle. Praise the name of the Lord. So we now began to see how he sent it to John, the things that will shortly be. So while I was talking about while. When he he read that place, I began to look at... Now, the way we have read this, the revelation of Jesus Christ, we have read it as something that God wants to do inside his people. But I I may be wrong. But while he opened that chapter one again, I began to see that the English, this is the revelation of Jesus which God gave to him to give to his disciples. And what we see... Are events that will precede the coming of the Lord, the second coming of the Lord. That's the program of God. The things that are known to God that are going to happen. And so, this thing, Jesus gave it to his servants. Why? So that they will arm themselves, they will prepare themselves, they will not be taken unawares, they will not be deceived. It's to forewarn them that these things are going to happen, you know, at so-so-so time at so-so-so time, but he didn't tell them that he's coming exactly this year. I'm coming 20, uh 2000, and, uh, you know, they said that Jesus was going to come in millennial coming. Um, 2000, year 2000. And many of us were waiting for Jesus to come. He, yes, so so many things, people. Yes. Praise God. So we have historians in the house. So there have been people who have been projecting, trying to tell us exactly when Jesus is going to come. But Jesus did not tell them the date and the time. He said the date and the time, no man knows. It's only in the hand of God. But he told them the things that will precede the time. When you begin to see these things happen, you know that my revelation is around the corner. You know, so when he began to give them some things, use natural things, use other things to begin to tell them, to begin to prepare their mind and show them, you know, so that these people will be prepared. And when you read Revelations chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, where he was talking to the churches, he was telling them to prepare. In fact, I remember one of the places he said, He that is. Doing evil, let him continue to do evil. He that is doing good, let him continue. You know, so when he says this in he we tell them shortly this thing will happen. Shortly this thing will happen. So in our day now, I think some of the things that as uh, the revelation of the false teachers, false pastors, false teachings and all of that, they are upon us. They are upon us. How do I know? So he said, many shall be deceived. Now we are no more thinking of how to keep ourselves prepared for the coming of the Lord. It's about what we are going to grab, what we are going to get, what how am I going to marry with this year? This year, what's my projection? Am I going into the realm of millions or billions or in dollars and all of that? Those are the projections. But when we see Jesus warning his disciples, he was warning them so that the day we not take them unawares. We should prepare now, because everything he has died, he has given his disciples the word. He has asked them go and baptize the nations in this word. Amen. So coming to John again, he's now showing him a revelation. That's why this revelation is to servants, is to people who are serving him. To do what? To arm, to prepare themselves so that the day he, they, you know, his revelation. That was why he was. There was a place, I think, in, in, in Matthew 24. He said, so when you hear that he is in the, in the mountains or he's in the distance, he said, don't go, it's not true. You know, you don't go. That is not how I'm going to come. All eyes. All eyes will see him. You remember the angel telling the disciples when he ascended into heaven. He said, this Jesus Christ that you see ascending like this, that same way he is going to come. And all eyes will see him. Every eye will see him. So I just I just said, anyway, let me share the light that God just put in my spirit. While we are also looking at the revelation of Jesus on the inside of us, let's also know why we have to run our race and we have to run it with everything in us, with every seriousness. And also know that we are in the dangerous times. We are in the very, very dangerous times. Now it doesn't look like you know sometimes i have to be slapping myself not physically but i tell myself some days back i had dreams and i don't know what to call it but i saw my past in the early um, 90s as a believer the seriousness the miles we trekked to go and hear the word of god the fastings and all of those things that happened you know, when you hear this man is teaching, when there is a program, a known man of God in town, if there is no money, we will walk to the place, we will hear in the midnight, we are coming with so much joy and all of that. So I discover that these things have left me. I have vaccinated, even though I have some form of revelation. I am speaking, I'm still speaking, but I am not where I used to be. So when Jesus was talking to that church in the book of Revelation, he, you see the, the warnings that he gave to them because the churches have moved. They didn't know they have moved. So it's possible many of us have moved. We are still pastoring great churches, doing so many things, bringing forth the word of God, and those words cannot be faulted, but you are normal with the Lord. So when I woke up from that dream, I was afraid. I sat down, I said to myself, you have backsliding. This is not who you are. You have backsliding. All through the night, those days, we will pray, wake up, you know, There was a prayer room. We would go from on it. That was my joy. But these days now, it's not about this one we call you here, this one ministry is dragging you, this one family affairs, that and that and that. And yet, it did not look as if something has happened to me. But I believe that was God's help showing me that, oh boy, you are not there. You have moved. Because deception is very terrible. It is the one who is deceived that is the last to know that he has been deceived. So Jesus will tell them, take heed so that you will not be deceived. It's very possible. He said, if it were possible, even the very elect, nobody will be saved. So it's going to be a high deception. So I'm just saying that so that... When we are looking at these words, it's not to furnish our minds or furnish our head with new things or whatever. It's to sound the alarm, to help us, to wake up, to see that we are sleeping. Where we are supposed to be, we are no more there. So I was looking at, uh, Pastor Israel was leading prayer this morning. I was just crying while I was praying. He was talking about the word of God. Do you know how we take the word of God now? Once we have, we we read the Bible, we have some kind of knowledge. We think we know we have the word of God. We don't have the word of God. You can have the written word. If you don't hear, if you are not in the position where you can receive the proceeding words from the mouth of God, because that is what man will live by. Now we have a religious system that deceives us to prepare message, do this we are not in the place so whatever you bring forth and you are speaking people are hailing you and all of that but that is not the proceeding word that is not what God is saying for that season so we find ourselves so confused with everything that we have with all the new revelations including all the things that we have the Bible in tapes and all of that these things are meant to help us to prepare our hearts so that we can be in a place where God is bringing forth his word and we are hearing our ears are open not what he said yesterday but today i should hear what god is telling me at every point in time my ears should be open to hear what the lord is saying so you can be theologically accurate but you are no more with the lord You can be speaking the Bible. You are not wrong about what you are saying. But you are no more. If you are not living by what God is telling you, what did he tell you last? When last did you hear him? What was the last instruction he gave to you? If you have no last instruction, you have vaccinated a long time ago. Anytime you stop living by what God says, you stop hearing the voice of God. Just know that you have left him. It's either you have moved away from him or in fact you are no more with him. So we must come back to that place. Where the word of God, where the word of God is not scarce. It's not scarce to us. Where there is joy and peace. Where there is joy. That's the rhema. Not the logos. You can be accurate with the logos. You can say all of those things and nobody will fault it. The devil has the word. though. The devil knows the word. But it's not benefiting him. That's the problem. Now he's not living by it. He was initially living by it, but when he fell into darkness, he stopped living by the word. So when we fall also into darkness, we will stop living by the things that come out from God's mouth. It's my prayer that God will bring us back in Jesus' name.
0: Hallelujah. Uh, the reason why Scripture says, "The sober, the vigilant. At um, 1 Peter chapter 5, because your adversary, the devil, is like a running oh, lion. lion. Say, walk it about, seek to devour. And that's why we watch. That's the reason for prayers, that's the reason for the revelation of Jesus. So that um, that day will not come and take us on our way. But I know I, I like what Apostle Paul says. You know, Jesus said it. But Apostle Paul gave a better, you know, gave um, an understanding to what Jesus was saying. That no man knew the time nor the hour when uh, this will happen, you know, but only God. Know it. But Apostle in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 said, The reason why you will not know the time is because you are children of darkness. So when a man is in darkness, you understand, you will not know the time. Are you seeing that? So, why we are in the light is that so that that day will not take us unaware. You know, um, uh, in the days of Noah, he never took Noahs unaware, right? It was Noah unaware? No. So all the instructions that was coming to Noah was for what? Preparations for that day, right? Yes. Are we together? Yes. It's for preparation for that day. So God gives giving instruction on how to build the the, the ark. So every of Instruction given on how to build the I know today we are the hack, right? Is it not so? So the day the flood is coming. That means darkness is coming. Grass God will cover the earth. Are you seeing that? But only you and I will shine as lights, even in the midst of where? Gross darkness. Are you seeing that? Why? But this is because we are receiving, we are you are getting I like the word you said. When you said um, man does not live by bread alone, right? But by every word that does what? That proceeds out of what? The mouth of God. Those words of God that proceeds out of every mouth is for our development, for our building. So that day, won't take us what? Unaware. won't take us unaware. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we are still gleaning from what I want us to go back to. uh, uh, The things that was what I'm looking for. I've not gotten it. You, you 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 have spoken last week. Let's give people a chance. When you see nobody responding again, the they will give those who have spoken. Uh, okay, sorry. Say so you want to say something, right? I heard you say something concerning what we discussed last two weeks.
6: Yeah, from what uh, we have we heard from uh, Pastor Clever. See, the book of Revelation is a book that is revealing God. They called John to come up and seek God's programs concerning Jesus, what he is coming to do, and what will happen thereafter. God has a program. He showed it to John to know this is my itinerary, this is what I have, my programs how it will roll, how it will go, that he should come and pass it to his servants and warn them so that they can arm themselves, not only that, to make the people we pass, the people we see, to know that this world will not continue forever, that coming, there's going to be an end. There are a lot of things that will happen, i will play here, that will usher in the second coming of Christ, and everybody must be ready before that day. Now, I begin to look at this thing. In Revelation chapter 20, I want you, us to show that in 20, from verses 11 to 15, it does that thing concerning us, from all these things we are talking about, concerning the coming of Jesus, concerning what we, how we should do before his coming, how we can get ourselves, so that we will not miss out by his coming. Revelation chapter 20. Now, Revelation chapter 26, no, from verse 11 to 15. 11 to 15. Okay. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face he, the earth and the heavens fled away. And there was found no place for for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and broke, and the and books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead we are examined. Now, records of what we are doing, because Jesus is coming again. It's what this place is telling us, so that we get ready. Whatever we are doing as servants of God is being recorded. No matter how we do it, no matter how we fashion, no matter whom we are looking at as our mentor, no matter whom we view, how we look at people's messages, all we, our activities as servants of God are being recorded. As members, activities in this world are being recorded. I ask myself, assuming I, after preaching this, I'm preaching. I say all these things I say. Now, the Bible said there are books. I see my names in those books, but there is one called the Book of Life, and you did not. I didn't see my name, or you didn't see your name. What happens to all our activities, all the big names, all the titles we have been? What does what do we do? See, this is what God has shown John, so that we will know how we are living our lives, how we are discharging our duties. Concerning the second coming of Jesus. Jesus is coming back again. If you don't preach it on our pulpit, let us make people know. Let us preach it to ourselves that Jesus is coming again. How far have we allowed the light that Jesus brought to chase away darkness, dead works in our lives, in our activities, because he's coming back again? The book of life is there. Try to make sure that your name is penciled down there because you're not coming back here again.
0: Hallelujah. Uh, there's something I said, and I'll, 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 I'll keep saying. There was what we there was what we discussed from like the book This book of Matthew and the book of Revelation, particularly the book of the Matthew and Revelation. We are not going there. No, no. We are just we're not going here, no, no. going there. I am begging us. You understand?
7: No.
0: no see everybody. Uh, Oh, oh, no, uh, excuse uh, me please you are not around in the last meeting last week you are not, you're not here even though you came I think you left do you understand last week those who were around knew how we went to the book of revelation and did a little bit of justice to what was communicated last two weeks true of us true no see I know what I'm doing so I'm, I'm not. I'm not pointing those who are not in the meeting. I'm not calling somebody else in the meeting. I'm calling those who are who had been in the meeting that meeting. So I'm, I'm expecting, you understand, that the things we look at. As I said, we look at the book of Revelation. So the book of Matthew twenty-four and the book of Revelation chapter six. So from those things that was said, there is something you remembered. There is one that was said. I'm not. See, for for the fact, I understand. Yes. See, hello, hello. Can you calm down? Can you calm down? Can you calm down? There's a reason. There's a reason for doing what I'm doing now. There's a reason. See, when 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 you are in a, when you are in a meeting, there are people there are people who, who say they don't give them opportunity to speak. Right? So, in a meeting where we all gathered together and people were there in that meeting, not that they were not sitting there in that meeting. And last week, just within um, Monday last week to Monday this week, we cannot be able to bring a particular portion of that scripture and said, This is my. There's someone who came, do you understand, who brought an understanding from that thing, do you understand. And this was for that word, expounded. You understand? That's what I want. That, that's the fellowship that we want to do. I don't want to, I don't want to, not, not I don't have thoughts to share. But I, I don't want to be all the time, when I come to a meeting and one sharing, the people begin to know. I don't want to be like that. That's what that I did last week. I want to do it this week today again. We are only talking to those who, you understand exactly what we are saying. You were there, sir. I said you were there, sir. And I come and talk to you sir.
7: Praise the Lord. Don't distract us. That's on love that has not come from the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. You no, know, Satan and God is still the meat. <laughs> Satan and God, still the meat. God is still using Satan. Amen. And that is why uh, when, when Jesus met him, he said, have you come to destroy me before the time? You know our agreement. Just give me a leave to go to the swine's. We are talking about revelation. Revelation is a revelation for the servants of God to know what the future tells. And Jesus was telling us about the future. He called the disciples apart, not the congregation, not the word, to tell them about the coming. Many are called, but we are choosing. And the was telling us about growing from the less to the greatest of becoming perfect in Christ. And uh, from the first time, he was saying, come and see. Come and see. Come and see. He was revealing to them, come and see. Telling John, come and see. Until John become, come to the stage that the angels is not letting us tell him, let him say, and he saw, and he saw. And when he saw, he now become. And when you look at the the churches, if I, I always study that churches and also talk about it. I want to tell you that God has people everywhere. Even in Jordan and Seraphim. I don't want you to come and say it is only there. It's only there. What Jesus said to every church, to those seven churches, even where that Satan sees us as a king of that church. And also the prophetess also was Jezebel. He still had people in that church and told them, though no, you are here, you did not tell them back away from that church and go to the other church that is found better. We'll endure to the end. In the same church, if you endure to the end, you will receive a stone because where you are determines how strong you trust in the Lord. If Look, he said, he say, and the uh, Lord was in the midst of wicked men, but, it, but he did not compromise with them. You may be in the world, you're out of the world. You may be in the midst of robbers, but you are still standing strong. Those people are the ones God are using to build you up. So God did not tell them, get away from this church. In all the seven churches, there's no one Jesus said, Margaret. Even, or you go to the one that I said, they are perfect. He said, if you will continue, if you will continue, I will give you even a stone that nobody knows what is it except you and God. So what is there is that the coming of Christ has been revealed in place. Like last week here, we are talking about that all the horses, both brown and green and yellow, not Jesus. Those, those people in those walls are different. They represent different symbols. Situation. Situations and the, an agenda which they will fulfill. So, it is about Christ and the happiness. Satan has his own activity in that revelation. But God is ought to be aware. Not all that the glitter is gold. So you ought to be aware. So it's the revelation of Jesus Christ, and also revelation of what will happen at the end of the age. May God bless you, sir.
0: You go. Praise the Lord. I want to quickly say something about. I can't give you a reason to speak in a meeting that you don't even know what we are saying. saying. So it's good that you may not understand what we are saying, but it's good that you just relax yourself, sir, you understand. The if there is need for that, I will do that for you. Hallelujah. Um, I like the aspect where you came from, sir. You know, talking about uh, what the beast said to John. Come and see. Now um, I would like for us to uh, you know dig into the reasons for the come and see from what he said, while at the junction there was no longer come and see. Are you seeing that? So there was a place where you know from the first seal, the second seal, the third seal. You know, the fourth I think the fifth seal, they're not telling him again to come and see. I used to know because all that he needs to have come into, to be able to have access, you know, as he has come into it, he has received it. So you now have access. So I would like for us, uh, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to rush anything, to fully digest certain thoughts. So, that to sit in our hearts. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Alleluia. So, when they say come and see, you know, meaning that that way, you know, it was Jesus that actually opened that way up, yes. that opened the book up, right? It so was Jesus that opened up the book, that opened the, op- break the seals, right? Now, and the angel. Then the angels, you know, sorry, the beast began to tell him, Call and see what had been sealed from. Uh-huh. It is the beast. the that are six. Can we put Revelation the to six they are or living
8: creatures?
0: Or living creatures. Okay. They are called living creatures. I'm going
1: living creatures.
0: Or I saw living creatures. They are one of the seals and had I heard one of the four, it's New King James. I have t- one of the four living creatures sing with a la- with a voice like thunder. Come and see. You understand? And I look and behold a white horse. He was sat on it, had a bow and a crown given to him, and he went out conquering to conquer. Verse three, when he opened the second sea, I had the second living creature. Come and see. And another, and another fairy red went out and was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another. And it was given to him a great sword. When he opened the third seal, I had a third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked and behold, a black horse. And he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quart of uh, a penny of wheat for a, a measure of wheat for a penny. This New King James said, a quart of wheat for a dinaros, and a three-quart of barley for a... And do not harm the oil and the wine. And when he opened the fourth sea, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. So I look. And behold, a pale horse. And the name of him who sat on it was death. And he followed him. And power was given to them over, the fort, over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. And when he opened the feet, seal, Are you seeing that? I saw the altar. Now he did not say, come and what? Why did he not say, come and see? It is the previous one that will tell, tell us. He had actually experienced death. How do, we, how do we know Is that nice? says, when he opened the feast I saw the altars of the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they heard and they cried with a loud voice saying how long O Lord how holy and true until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth are you seeing that and I thought again avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. It's another thought. Then a white robe. So I, I'm just saying that uh, those come and see. While I had a beast, it was the lamb that opened the book and loosed the seals, right? Then it was the beast that was asking to do what? To come and see. Now, why I, I want us to, you know, Dwell a little on this. I may not be saying it, the way somebody else will come and say it. But why I want us to a little dwell on this is that you know from the book of Genesis, when man fell, right? Man actually was to eat from where, the tree of life. Was to eat from the tree of life. But when he fell, God has to drive man from the Garden of Eden and put cherubim, right? To guard the what? The way to the tree of life. Right? So, uh, why did those children of you guide men from having access to the tree of life? Because in, in Genesis, he said, if man eats of the tree of what? He becomes what? One of us. As one of us. And what did he say again? Can you put that Revelation chapter 3 for me, please? De- Genesis, not Revelation. I'm trying to bring why we not have access to the way the angel was telling, uh, the, children, the beast was telling, or one of the living culture was telling, uh, John, you understand? Come and see. Means for a very long while, that uh, way has been what? And been closed, has been short. Why? Because there is a reason why God I think uh, verse 19, 21. I don't put verse in my own head, though. Verse 23. Verse
6: 23.
0: Okay, verse 22, please. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also a tree of life, and eat, and live forever. What's the implication of that? That man will become irredeemable. Yes. Man will not be redeemed any longer. And that God was not, does not want that. Because God, the actual interest of God is a family. God wants a family. Right? But Satan doesn't want that. So that tree of life, the many man God drove man out of the garden, you understand. He put cherubim there to, to guard the way to the tree of life. Now they are not guarding it from us. That was what that's what revelation is showing us. They are not guarding it from us, they are guarding it for us. Because you see. That is the ultimate goal for every believer to have fellowship with the Tree of Life. So, at this point, the angel who was guarding the way to the Tree of Life was telling John, "Come and see," because why? He was still in charge, right? Come and see. Come and see. See. Hallelujah. Amen. So the way of the tree, of, the, the way to the tree of life, was be guarded by cherubs. Now uh, the reason for that, I've explained in Genesis chapter three verse 22 and 23, or 22 rather, show to us how that man doesn't want man to come to a state where the man will be irredeemable. And for that, it pulled man away from the garden. And ensure so, that a cherubim, we're about to talk about a flaming sword, right? That guards what? That guards way to the tree of life, right? Now, the reason for that, because if man eats of the tree of life, man will become irredeemable. Now, at... At, um, at uh, Revelation six, you now see where uh, when the, the book and the seats were opened, right? The children that guarded the way to the tree of life began to make, give invitation to uh, Apostle John, come and see. Come and see what is fully meant for our redemption, because that process is, is a beginning of our, that revelation that sees is a beginning of the beginning of salvation and the end of our salvation and the end of faith. So it got to a point where uh, John has been able to submit himself to all of those dealings of God, those operations of God. Now, did they not invite him? Go back to the Revelation chapter, chapter, chapter 6 for me. Revelation chapter 6. From verse 6. Or verse 5. Okay, verse, verse 7. Can you put it up? And when you opened the first sea, I heard a voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a pair of ox, and the name of him that sat, who sat on it was Death. And he and, and followed with him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth, to kill the sword, to kill with sword, with hunger. with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. Now in verse 9 I said, and when it opened the fifth seal, I saw, right, under the altar, so that, in this fifth seal now, in the other seals, from one to fall, they were beckoning him to come and see. But as he got to the fifth seal, they no longer beckon him to see because why? All the process for redemption, he has gone through them. Are you seeing that? He has gone through all the dying process, conquering process. Are you seeing that? As he has done all of that, what happened? He has matured to he was able to this at this point. Paul, I say Paul, uh John has been able to receive the fullness. Because it now he has now have access to the tree of life.
1: The word in
0: that and this, both dead and the word for you. Because people have still uh, I don't see I don't want us to see it. I said something. Whatever you say. No, you don't you know, see. I, 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 I listen now. Listen. Yeah, listen. Can, uh, Listen, uh, listen, listen. Me. I'm not saying you should not ask questions. Did I say that now? No. But no, the way you are standing now, it's like I said you should not ask questions. I'm not saying you should not ask questions. I'm only saying that I, when, I, when I began, I said what he said. I feel we need to bring light into it, and I'm trying to bring an understanding to what he has said. I said, i somebody who can say it better than what I am saying. I said this. If, if really you, you, you listen, you know I said this. So right now, if you have a different understanding or a different of that, you first put up your hand. I'll give you the mic to talk to us as regards this. No, i following you just at the end. I if, just if there want a question. If there is a question, and if somebody has a thought to give to that, you get it. Then I'll not give to this. Like what happens to today is saying now on, uh, on this verse verse uh, eight, right? We can't go there now. Let's face let's read this one first. Right? Let's just read this one first. But I I trust that in this house there's the spirit of understanding. Of course, there's the spirit of understanding. Hallelujah. Who will help us out? Okay, come and say something.
5: Sorry, like the things you have said. Okay.
0: Before we go further, okay. I would like to ask you
5: question. Okay, why? Right. The things you have said. This. So that was
0: why I was saying, I hope no, right. you don't No, why? Questions I cannot ask. Those who have better understanding, we are sorry. Yes.
5: question. So um, John has this vision. It was a vision that he had. You said from first seal, second seal to fifth seal. He has gone through the, through the program of salvation so that he was able to receive the other one. I'm asking, did he go through, did he die all the death while he was having the vision unconsciously or consciously? You know, that's one. Then, um, oh my God. So that's, that's number one. You were, okay, you said that the angel... Who was guarding the tree of cherub, I mean, tree of uh, life in the garden was the one who was showing John. How do you? How did you get to this? Uh, These things. So that, those were the things I was when, saying. When,
0: when, okay, thank you so much, sir. So it's not the theology is in scriptures. It's in scriptures. I not look when you see, when you see talking now uh, talking with so much strength in my heart. The way I want to say it is not the way I'm saying it. Like I'm seeing. When you look at her face, you know, that's something i said that some people are murmuring, some people are just saying something behind. So I just continue giving my normal flow, I need to flow. Then I know that if I, if I don't have what it takes, I'm not tell you I know everything. It's a least I know, and I stand to be corrected. It's the least I know. So if I find I don't know, there's someone that knows, I will call. Like what I did last week. Right? I want to call Pastor d Please, come and sit down. Are you seeing that? And... So you see, why he's saying this is this? When you look at Revelation chapter Genesis chapter chapter three, you know where where man you know fell, and because God does not want to, man to have access to. To life to another life because of by the reason of the fall of man. Are you seeing that? There are angels. I, I would like to read that particular place. Revelation chapter three, Genesis. Sorry, Genesis. Verse 24. You know, like we read from verse 22, said, And the Lord God said, And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil. And lest he lest he put forth his hand and take also the tree of life, and eat and live forever. And therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from whence it was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden, cherubims. So this, this is uh, plural, right? means it's more than one cherubim he placed over the garden of Eden. So by understanding, you understand, we know that if, uh, if um, it is cherubims, then it's more than one, right? So when you look at, at this um, uh, Genesis chapter 3, Look at Genesis chapter three. You know you will, and, come, and look at Revelation chapter six. You see that the angels they were gathered, gathered in that, that tree of life when Jesus opened the book and broke the sea and called that, that, that. was that same angel, those same angels who are given that assignment to guard the tree of life. Are using that and are still calling the calling John to come and see there's what of what of revolution. we have read it we have read if, if, if actually if I, I want us to be here
1: please please let us be here what the was saying let's understand that they
5: will be a question
1: started from revelation
0: hold, hold on sir hold on sir hold on sir let's let let's so when you get to Revelation chapter 6, you understand? From verses 1, 2, 12 to verse 9, you will see uh, how that the first seal, the second seal, the third seal, the fourth seal, there was a beckoning. There was a calling. Come and see. Why are they saying come and see? Because they have what? They were the custodian of the tree of life. Are you seeing that? For man, like I said before that, why they are, why they are covering that way is not from us, it's for us. So, uh, immediately John had this vision or this revelation of God that was given to him. Do you understand? This is what man is supposed to come into. Are you that? So, the first seal, the second seal, the third seal, the fourth seal. John was going through the process of redemption. That means he was going through the process of dying. That at every point, uh, John the Beloved was dying. So at Revelation chapter 6, verse 9, he you now said I saw men under the water. Under the water. The, 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 under the water who were crying, Where will you avenge our blood of those who are on the earth? Are you seeing that? Why? The reason is because at this point, they were no longer saying, Come and see. Come and see. All it needs to become. To have access to the tree of life has been downloaded, has been given. He has gone through the process. No, yes, 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 see, what John God saw, God God saw God God is for the church. God. Eh, God. Eh, no, I'm not only using. <laughs> I only use in John because. Ah, as, uh, uh, I uh, 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 please, sir. Please, sir. Ah,
6: please, sir. Ah, please, sir. please. We want to get clarification on that. On what again? Now, on the question he asked. Now, when you said, you said the, the angel called John to come and see. You said that angel that was in the Garden of Eden was the one that called John to come and see what is happening in the Garden of Eden. Is it coming to see what is happening in the Garden of Eden or what is happening in, in the heaven where they called John to come and see? <laughs> Revelation, which one? Hallelujah. Which one?
0: Hallelujah. You you say something. Hallelujah. See, uh, it is there is something. There is something. Amen. Amen. One else. You would say, you would say, I'm not saying you won't come back. I'm not capping up. I just want to say something. It's important that. Whoever is talking, right? I do this a lot. I listen to everybody. I throw away what, I, like, we said it last week. Pastor Chudit said this specifically last week. That if you don't throw, if you don't put aside the theology, the eschatology you have learned, you will receive this one. You will fight it. And that is why all of this uh, is happening. So, please. No, 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 I don't say we are fighting. I don't say we are fighting.
7: They will go
8: fight this. this. I think, uh, you see, when it comes to the issue of uh, uh, revelation, there are different school of thoughts, and uh, the essence of we, the essence of what we are doing, I think we should begin to narrow it about ourselves, about ourselves, how do we transform? You understand me? To become like Christ. Because each time we open this thing, it will bring schisms among ourselves. Because a lot of people have their own different, And in the process, we will move away from the real thing. And that is, how do we come to be able to evolve and become like Christ? And not for us to begin to point... Uh, um, some uh, say that this person has uh, uh, from uh, false seconds uh, say come and see come and see all those things other people will not believe so that we don't waste our time in all these things let's go to the substance substance how do we what exactly is we expected in our day to day engagement Elizabeth. Elizabeth. so that will become can,
0: can you, praise god can you can you can you can you please can you please uh, can you please uh, listen listen see can you please listen can you
8: please can you please,
0: can you please can you please listen to can you please be calm can you be calm see you will talk sad. okay come on
7: oh theology Hold
0: on, hold on. on. Praise the Lord. Honestly, I didn't want to talk really. But so that we'll all go home edified, because the way it's going, we're all going to live here with a lot of rancor in our hearts and they won't be blessed. First and foremost, um, Pastor Samson is doing a great job. It's not easy. do this every Monday so please let's 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 be a bit more understanding and more graceful amen it's not easy at all it's not it's not to come up but secondly again I think the mistake we do hmm, is we are ministers some of us have been ministry I know like Reverend ministry for 30 years there is nothing really you can teach him. And the, the context of trying to, that's not what he's trying to do. But you see, it's not a church setting, so to speak. And so if we want to bring that church setting, there will be schisms, there will be, you know. So, uh, like he said, learnings are good, the revelations are good, but if we bring the context text of trying to teach us stuff, it won't be received because if it's an outside minister that is fine and good, we can sit and receive, but amen, we should make it like he said, a bit, how do we relate it to our own day-to-day life? We know the seals. Everybody knows revelation here. We've been on the ministry, that I've been taught. So when it's coming, it will bring schisms. It will bring arguments. So what we should be doing, I believe, is like he said. Okay, how does this relate to me, my personal work? How does the opening of the first seal, the second seal, relate to me personally? Praise the name of the Lord. Let's try the context of a church setting. We should try to de-emphasize it a bit. So that won't come and, you know. Yes. Hallelujah. Uh, if, we, if, you, if we all listen uh, from the beginning of the meeting, I said that there is a particular direction I am having in mind. But I want us to still, since we did that last week, I want us to still follow suit that way. Are you getting that? So, but uh, I. I want to believe that um, with all that is said they understand uh, from various speakers there are t- there are t- certain things we can we can glean from what has been said it's not a waste of time so the is not a waste of time so uh, we don't waste time in god's presence no matter no matter how no matter how we start speaking whatever they say we don 't waste time in God's presence we must understand that fact so but uh I want trying to see how that, in the, in the place of discussion, you understand, we narrow down into a thought. As we discuss, as we come together, you are sharing your thoughts on this area. You are sharing your thoughts on this area. You're sharing your thoughts in on this area, you understand? We're not, like that's what we did last week. They we don't narrow down to something. We bring everything home to something. We will we not hit that thing for that day, and everybody goes home. But today, I find out that it's, it's a bit a little different. So and nobody, please, nobody is trying to teach you know anybody or trying to enforce or impose everything on anybody, do you understand? So uh, we're trusting the Lord in this season. We're trusting the Lord that um, it will help us. Uh, the reasons for why I, I ask us to look at those two scriptures is because all it talks about talk about the uh, the fullness of Christ, how that man will come into the fullness of Christ. Are you seeing that? So and in, uh, uh, in uh, measure, measuring up to the fullness of Christ, we need to understand all of the uh, processes we ought to go through to come into the fullness of Christ. So how do I, how do I come into this fullness of Christ? is that each of these seals shows me, or reveals to me how that I will come into the fullness of Christ. That is, that is what I, I've been expecting that well, all of us will narrow, but you know, it's it's not it's uh, uh, only like said, it's not a church setting, it's a minister setting. So I'm not trying to you know teach anybody. But you know, I, I'm trying to see how that uh, all of us collectively will put you know put resources together and build build ourselves together. That's what that's what I'm trying to achieve. But I uh, because all the time, you know, I just come and take a thought, then hey um, uh, uh, Pastor, come on, come and share. Some people say some people are coming to share, like they are teaching us. Have you seen that? <laughs> Hallelujah, Hallelujah. So, um, I will take Revelation Sorry, I just want to go into the thoughts so that there won't be. Uh, sorry, sir.
7: Please. Please.
0: I just want to build on uh, the thoughts, you understand, which we, we look at it last week. I want to another uh, understanding. I, I may be wrong in that understanding, you understand. So, but somebody else will come up and give that an understanding. You know, it, it was based on what, um, uh, where, where you came up, Why we read the Revelation of the Six. But once I know you're raising hand, you will speak. I will allow you to speak. I just want to just the direction so that, you know, that direction will enable us, you know, this afternoon. Uh, Revelation 6, uh, can you put Revelation 6 for me? I think verse 2 and 3 from verse 1, anyway, from verse 1. From verse 1. From verse 1. Apostle, bear with me, please. Now, now I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals. And, uh, and I had one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked and beheld a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow and a crown. I was given to him and they went conquering to conquer. That's why I want to stop. The restored, It went conquering to conquer. Now you see, at the day we receive the life of God, right? Uh, in our spirit, we receive the life of God, a new spirit given to us. Uh, there are aspects of us, there are areas of our souls that God has not fully what conquered, right? Don't allow fully conquer. And uh, this operation of the spirit is to see how that those areas of my soul are fully conquered by God. So that I can allow for the manifestation, the expression of God through me. That I can allow for the revelation of God through me. Now he said, a conquer. That is this conquering is not a one thing, it's not a day thing, it's a continuous conquering. Right? Now, what are they trying to conquer in us? What are they trying to conquer in us? Because at this place, yes, we are born again. We are God's children, people filled with the Holy Ghost. Right? Yet the manifestation of the life of Christ is not tangible yet, right? It's not tangible, it's not physical yet. Are you seeing that? So that the Lord is coming via his word and the spirit. To see that they conquer those areas of our lives, of our souls, or those gateways of our soul that will allow for the full manifestation, full expression of Him. And those things is what I refer to. And the Lord is what I refer to as childishness. So, what God wants to conquer in us is what? Childishness. Look, First Corinthians thirteen said, "When I was a child, I behave like a child; I talk like a child. But when I have now grown up, I you that? So you see that the essence for conquering, to conquer, is for maturity. So what do they want to conquer out of us? Childishness." I can't continue to become a child, then they give me the government of God. They can't give me God's government when I'm a child. Like Galatia chapter 4, as long a heir remains a what. He defends nothing from what? From a servant. Though he be what? He be Lord of all. So they have to bring him other what? Tutors and governor. Why tutors and governor? So that they can beat childishness out of him. They can bring him to a place of maturity. Sonship. So every time the Lord God's word comes to us, you know that God comes with uh, uh, a bow and a an harrow. Anytime he comes to us, there are aspect of us that he has not conquered. He wants to conquer. And those aspects of us makes us tidy, Whereby we cannot fully reveal God the way we ought to. Those childishness are veils. They are veils in our hearts that if they continue to remain, his will will not be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Meaning the same way God has been able to take establishment in my spirit. He wants to make, make that establishment in my body. So he said, and the word became what? Flesh. Flesh. That means the life of God I receive in my spirit, more they made manifest in this body. How it will be manifest is that they need, to con- con- they need to keep conquering me until I'm conquered. What do they want to conquer in a man? The self-life. A life that do not showcase God. A life that reveals self is what God wants to conquer. And the only way to conquer such is that we need to submit ourselves to this oppression, where God via the Spirit of the Word and the Spirit, you understand, begins to bring certain instructions, certain commandments, certain things, tell you you can't, you know, I, I, I like you know this oppression, for it to happen, for it to conquer. You know, he, he told Peter, he said when you were a child, right? He said you choose. Anywhere you want to go. Anywhere you go. And I lied. I lied. it. You no, know, Pastor Jesus was praying this morning. And I was, just, I was meditating over what he was saying. He said, can we come to a place where you saw, you saw pampering people? Eh? You stop. You know, you come to, to me now. All you are looking for is encouragement. Father, I encourage you. You understand? It's like, I'm not, I'm not interested in God. Are you seeing that? So there are, there are places for encouragement. There are places where you may not be encouraged. Are you seeing that? For the bill, for testing, for you to, con- to continue. Why all of that? The reason is because a time will come in a man's life where God says you can't continue to remain a child. You are trusting God for something. You are believing God for something. thing is not so forthcoming the season upon you are changed. They want to conquer you. So, all the time in your life, Father, in the name of Jesus, and you say, Amen, I need food. And in the next 24 hours, you, and you are proud, you are happy. God is aligned that. To encourage you that this God is able so do exceedingly abundantly above what we ask or think. According to the power of God that is at work in us. But a time it comes in our life where he wants so much, of us, you pray. Not because he won't answer, he wants her, but you he will, he will not give up to you another time. Why? Because at the answer of us, he wants to conquer. You know some of us in our old time, some of us, including myself, I'm talking now, some of us in our old time, you know, when you are going to Martin mountain to pray, those days, say, Lord, if you don't give me this, I will backslide you. I, do, I will backslide you. <laughs> will <b-slide> you. <laughs> God will give you to because you know that you are still talking as a what? As a child. But a time is coming when he wants to fully conquer us. Whether he responds or not, does not reduce your love for him. Your passion for him. Your desire for him. Does not reduce it. Because you see, you are not serving him for what to get. Mm -hmm. You are serving him because it is a commandment that you serve him in fear. All the days of your life, in holiness and in righteousness. And you serve God without fear. In holiness and in righteousness all the days of your life. What is the fear? I'm getting gray. I'm not married. I'm already having gray hair. And I'm not married yet. No, that's fear. When will I marry? I'm already having what? Gray hair. Are you seeing that? I'm not married yet. It's a fear. You're serving God, but you're serving God in fear. But you know what God wants to do is that he wants to get to a place that that will not be your worry. That will not be your care. That will not be anxiety, no because what like, you have, taken no, take no thoughts. Because what you have been fully conquered. We do God don't conquer us once, because we can't be AIDS. That like it is it is conquering us is a continuous it's conquering us to conquer us. Nice. Nice. Nice Wherever I get to a place. We are the only thing. Sir, do you know what this thing will do to, to us? This oppression of God will do to us is that he would have been waiting on the Lord and there's something else I can do. If, they, if things still press me, foul language how come out of my mouth? My mouth. What you see proceed out of me? You know, some people, when they, when they are pushed to a, to a place, you know that they were ask, on, Are you sure this God is still there? It is God. Prove Himself now. Well, He's still on the throne. He's still there. And because He wants to do what? He wants to migrate you from being tithes to become mature sons of God. Are we going to allow for the conquering of the Lord? Will you allow for God conquering you? God will conquer every self life. That the gospel you preach is not gospel that will promote self. It's gospel that will promote God. That the life I live is not the life that will promote self. It's a life that will promote God. That's what Revelation has said, chapter 12, said this. And the overcame him by the blood of the lamb, right? And by the word of their testimony. And they love not their word. That's what God wants to do. See, the essence of the testimony. Are you seeing that? The essence of the testimony is to do what? It's to bring us a place where we will no longer do what. I will no longer love my life. Right now, I love my life. But God wants to bring me to a place to conquer that life. Ah, he bring us His word. He bring us His word. He bring us his, his word. I will conquer. They love not their life unto death. And they love not their life unto what? Death. So they were ready to submit. The whole book of Revelation, the book of Dino, So the book of uh, Revelation 6, you understand what we are reading, is a book of death, dying, relinquishing, rel- 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 self-life.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I finish my thoughts.
1: Amen. Somebody, the something you were saying—that's where I'm going to dwell because this conquering, according to what we are saying, we need to submit our mind, our thought, our heart. Paul was saying something important. So I know a man in Christ, above 40 years, whether it's in the body, I cannot tell, or out of the body, I cannot tell. God know such one who are caught up into third heaven, the same John. Paul was talking about John. Okay, let me leave you people, sorry. If I say now, you will conquer me. Amen, somebody. Please, he are talking about him, amen. Amen, somebody. You see, amen, somebody. Hello. Hello. Hello, somebody. Now, so I know a man in Christ... I know a man in Christ over 14 years ago. Is if I want to boast, i boast a such a man who gave himself to be conquered, who was cut off from all the ruin of the flesh, who was cut off. He was cut off. He was taken by submission. Allow God to walk inside him. The Bible says it is God that works in us, both to we, both to do and to do what? And to we, and to do what? Good pleasure. This man submitted. You know, when we are teaching about this, it's the pastors. If you look at the pastors today, some of us are not conquered. That's why you see mistake all over the places. Why we are coming here is God to conquer us through Christ, through the message of eternal life. Jesus was, if you read that revelation, you know, that's what they call the meek of the world. And what? The meek, the meek of the world. And what? Strong meat of the world. So this man was taken. It depends who you are. How you submit to yourself. God wants us to submit fully to conquer what we must conquer is evil speaking, evil what in our midst. You know what I'm telling you, or you leave it. Not only proud and arrogancy, names of blasphemy, which we bear. If we are not conquered, we cannot be a good servant of God. God want to conquer all the members of the body of Christ through submission to the pattern which God has set. I went to a place. What the man said, I was there, a young woman come in and said, Ah, I come to take the, the things, sir. Oh, why do you send the money, Since My, my wife, go and bring that uh, back to send that oil. They brought oil. And send, send 15,000, let me go and buy all that things to give it to you. That's not ministry. That's business. And it's a bishop. It's not conquered. He still have what they call, um, can I call it, it's a child. It's not a child itself. It's a baby. He <laughs> never knew anything but He called bishop. Title Bishop. He even is a a Bishop of uh, PFM. This man, I'm telling you. Sorry, sir. He's a chairman, but he have not conquered. Enemy have conquered him. We all have such kind of things in our soul. We need to submit our soul to be conquered. Whatever is in you that you know, we need to submit. Are you understanding? This man, I'm telling you. If you know this man, <laughs> oh God, I'm afraid. Okay, when I was there again, I asked him a question. How do you make this? You have this building? He said, I walk in brain of people. I said, how do you walk? He said, come and submit to me. I will teach you. It's not conquered. I know what I'm doing. I want to tell you because we are the ministers. We can be doing this and eating food and, pl- and doing things like this. Selling oil. I went why well, I'm saying this to you because God wants to conquer this elementary principle of, of demonic operation. Of our soul, I went to a place. I see where they're selling blood of Jesus Christ. I asked them, What is this? Is blood of Jesus? How much they are selling it? We we'll never be conquered. And these men are selling a big men that we will not call their name. We need to conquer from all those things. Are you understand what I'm saying? John was saying, if you read that Revelation about conquering.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Are you understand? John was, in, the, in that Revelation, is conquering to conquer. Jesus was conquering to conquer our activities. Strange women in the body. They must conquer us to, to become a wife to Christ. We leave denominational daughters of men. One day, let me tell you what happened to me. I fasted three days and went for a crusade in my town. As I landed, they are singing a powerful song. And the man of God mounted the pulpit. And power of God, according to them, what they call the power of God, was manifesting. People are fallen. He said to me, Leave that place. I'm not there. Ask him. If you are not here, what about this thing that going on? You say, that the gift of man, that the what the gift of man. I'm not there. Say so they come together with different, do different pattern to see me in the flesh, Babylonian. Babylonian what spirit? They are not coming to, me, to my pattern, to my standard. We must not build such things. We want to have the same message, the same. All of us, when I see you, I see Danladi in you. I see Uche in you. I'm coming. I know what I'm saying. Just could. So when I see you, I see Christ because you are Christ. Bible say you are what Christ. You are what Christ. Let me show what I'm what I'm saying. Open the book of. Uh, okay, sorry. Open the book of First Corinthians, sir. Please. First Corinthians, verse twenty. Let me show what I'm saying. Open for me, sir. First Corinthians 30 23. So sorry. Oh, are you there? Open up for me. So you are you are what? Christ. Christ is what? Christ is what? God. When I see you, I see Christ. Now your name is Daniel Christ. David Christ. I'm seeing Christ in you. When I appear you, Christ appear. I didn't see who you are, the name you'll be. I don't see you. I see Christ. When you are coming, Christ is coming. Amen? Because, because of your submission. And Christ has conquered you. And make it to become as he is. So as he is, so shall we be on the dead. Amen, somebody? So we must be like him. Say anointing you receive, abide in you. We don't need anybody to teach you. The same anointing what? Teach you all things. Because he has conquered you. The spirit in you do what? Teach you all things you want to know about him. Why the angel? because call cherubim. They cover the eyes of men. They cannot see that tree. Many eyes is blind. That's why Paul said, the eyes of your understanding what? Enlighten. Who enlighten it? The cherubim. <laughs> I'm coming. Two things. When they, light, when they open it for you, you see Christ. Through what? The Holy Ghost. I forgot the idea. They will not open it for you. You can use it for what? Merchandise of yourself. Amen. Somebody, I'm coming. Because we must know certain Because they guide the tree of life. What I will look for with that tree of life is called what? Wow. Jesus Christ. And who will open it? Now they will open it for you to see. You cannot go there and see it. The Bible I will give my angel charge over you. We have angel of what? Angel of what? Angel of salvation. They have what? Salvation. The open, the open salvation for you, not everybody ca- they can open this for. That's why in that revelation, the open to John to see. To see, come and see. After come and see, John see. After seeing, John begin to walk according to the pattern, what they see. The hour has come. We are here. We should not become baby. We don't have to suck breasts. Let us eat meat. Let our teeth, soul our teeth, eat meat. It's time for to grow in spirit. The Bible says, "Come up hither, come to where I am, come to where I call you." We are sitting down. Some are crawling in the ground. They are some are crawling. Some are what are doing like this? <laughs> graggy, graggy people. Amen. Somebody, let us stand up and walk where. Let us run. One day I will survive myself in that condition, as I'm telling you. Let us fly like an eagle. It's time to fly. If you are not flying, we will not do it well. Let us fly. Time has come. Your name will change. That, not, that name will be here. Uh, that name they know you. That raising money, pastor. Change it. Be a money, a, a life giving what? Pastor. You know when they want to raise money, okay. They will call you. Come and raise money for me. You lie against the church. You lie and tell lie. How they buy. One man of God was bringing jeep. You know people are like that. I'm coming. You must use what's going on in the world and tell your brother. He brought he said this I is daddy land and buy Jeep. Church. Church of Halotism are too much in this nation. We must conquer them. Amen. Somebody. You know what happened? He will tell you that God give me this Jeep. If you want to come, come, sow seed. So seed. Sit. So sit. You have it. People are running to go and search it. People say, that's not the church. It's called Hallot. Are you doing such a thing? Among us here, don't pray for God to consume us. We must submit. We must submit. God bless you.
0: Hallelujah. Uh, We can't conquer the world if He has not conquered us. The only way God can reach out to the world is first reaching out to us. And reaching out to us is to do what? Is to conquer us. And how does He conquer us? Conquer us through the ministry of this world, and the spirit. Pastor Moses.
4: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I, I want to thank God for today. I want to start with uh, what Pastor Dan said. I think I've heard it several here. Uh, There's this notion that uh, as pastors, we cannot be taught. Personally, I don't believe that. If we are teachers of God's people, it is we that need more teaching. Because it is out of that fountain you will give. So we have this concept here that because we are teachers, uh, we are pastors, we are not members, we should not be taught. I've learned so much here. So if we don't kill that spirit, there are a lot of things here that we will not benefit from. I must not see things, everything, in the light of what I know. We know, last, was it last week I said, we know in part, and we can only talk in part, Thank God for understanding. Your understanding is just based on where you are. If you grow, enter tomorrow, and look back, you'll know that that thing you wanted to die for, you say you understood. It was not in its fullness. So we should have that mind that God can use. I saw Solomon, they call him a man of wisdom. He said, oh, you sluggard, go and learn from the ant." They don't have kings, they don't have leaders, but they know how to, without God saying, he learns from animals. Even Jesus sat with the fact that he learned from them. So we must cultivate that spirit of learning. The fact that I'm a a pastor does not mean that another person, as a matter of fact, I should be able to learn from even foolish things so that I cannot repeat that. Uh, I think uh, concerning uh, what I wanted to say, you said, uh, uh, what Pastor Matthew said that day, the picture he brought was the formation of Christ in a believer. That at the point of salvation, you don't have the fullness of God. There is nobody at a particular time that can handle the fullness of God. That is why God is revealed in faces as we yield to Him. So, some, all these seals were what dimensions of God we come into as we let go the world in us. Colossians 1.27, 27, it says, Christ in us is what? The hope, but not the glory. So, that this initial. Bed of Christ. But Paul was the one who said that he traveled till Christ be what? Be formed. So the Christ that was birthed in me is not really the full glory. It was an initiation of a process. Uh, it would take years and time and learning and sacrifice to grow into that fullness. So what they invited, what the revelation of Jesus he gave to John, that the cherubs showed young was the process of the formation of Christ. Is that the kingdom of God is in us? So, where is the kingdom from? Face in us. Because in us is also what the world in our soul. So that is where the face conquering comes. It is how we overcome that will influence in the outer world. Around us. So the formation of Christ, the coming of Christ is faced in us before it is outwardly. I think that is what you rounded off. Thank you. Hallelujah. So the, the book of Revelation
0: to the 6 uh, is actually the formation of Christ in us. And uh, from what you just said, that um, uh, what we receive is not all of the fullness of God. It's not all of the glory of God. You understand? And by this, we need to grow into it. So as seasons of God are open up to us, as we yield ourselves to it, we to begin to do what? Get mature. Get matured. Keep growing. Keep developing until we'll come into the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to close this meeting for us today. um like um, everybody has said uh we'll just take a little time to pray um just to bring it pointed to um like my brother said we received all the fullness of god at new birth but we do not walk in all the fullness We received everything. I didn't receive one hand of the Holy Ghost. You didn't receive one leg. What you received was the full person of Christ and the Holy Ghost, full. The challenge is the the manifestation of it, the practical manifest, and that is what we are learning. What we used to know as the salvation of the soul, but we are saved. The thing is the awareness and the consciousness. Consciousness. And that is the reason for prayer, fasting. It's not that God, when you don't pray, you don't fast, it does anything to God. Or when you pray, you fast, it doesn't. It just helps. It's your habitat that you are reminding yourself of. You are cultivating the memory of your habitat. Like I said, if you take a fish out of water, no matter what you teach it, uh, fish, you're a fish. You're supposed to be living in water, and this, that, that. It's dying. No matter what you teach it at that point, that fish is dying. Take it, put it in its natural habitat, which is water. Its nature will naturally find expression. Naturally. So the reason for prayer, fasting, meditation, you read David. If you want to know the secret of David, for us who want to build Davidic tabernacle, of course, no, it's not a structure, it's a place that can express. Because David was the only king that manifested the shadow glory of God for 38 years. All Israel became priests. Glory of God. At once. They were all seeing it. They didn't need any sacrifice. He removed the outer court. There was no outer court in David's tabernacle, there was no holy place. It was the pure Shekinah glory of God for 38 years. Now, so the 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 reason for the praying, the fasting, the disciplining the body, like I said, David, he said, your word, my eyes kept the night watches, meditating on your word. How many of us can do that? Well, night watches that is throughout the night, it was in meditation. We know all-night prayer, which is wonderful. But there's all-night meditation also. Is to bring the mind, because of the traffic on the earth, there's a lot of, uh, uh, what do they call it, sound and sight that is constantly bombarding the mind. You can see, after a service in church, and the people leave, ask them, not, they can parrot it, that's not the issue. They can parrot it. But you see, if you ask them, what did you receive? After one hour, 70% of what they, has been lost. Because once they enter the sun, the sun will scorch. Has been lost. Mostly, they don't go back home and sit down. This thing that was taught and search the scriptures and pray and meditate. And I believe One of the greatest ways or the easiest way to keep the mind, the soul, and the heart, the heart and the mind in constant memory of its habitat is meditation. There are two ways to meditation: that is the confessing of the word. Amen. Whether we like that is important. I am the righteousness of Christ, of God in Christ Jesus. I am the right is. When you do that, you create an atmosphere around you that will stop the interference of the world so that your mind is in a constant state of receptibility of your own habitat. If you don't, the world is talking constantly. You're, it's not just the noise of the it's talking constantly, spirit talking constantly. The car that passes, it talks to you. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. The money you see it talk is talking to you. Except you create an atmosphere around you. You carry your own weather, your own atmosphere. The atmospheres around will will encroach. That's the truth. It will encroach. So you stay, you take a word and sit down. Uh, what's his name? Please you pray. Um, uh, this guy in South Korea. Yonggi Cho. He saw the Buddhist temple. Everybody's trooping there. And the church, nobody was coming. So he went to see what are these people doing that men are coming and then he went. he saw a Buddhist monk in a position of meditation, he watched him for three hours. He didn't move. Three hours. He left. Three hours later, he came back. Same position. Look, looked at him for three hours. He left. Came back again. All day, that man was in a place of deep meditation. That is the key to spirituality. So he went to learn it. Because, you see, to steal the soul, because the soul is in a constant movement. If it's not still, God can't pour into it. It's like a container. I want to pour something into it. And it's constantly moving. Constantly moving. It's in constant motion. It won't stay for... That's so why he said, be still and know that I am God. Is that quietude and just sit down for hours I remember one guy was praying, praying, Shakaba. God said, Shut up. You talk too much. It's not always Shakaba, Shakaba, Shaka. It's, it's a place for that, it's a place for stillness. Just there, hours, hours, hours. is a practice that we need to learn. What is doing your neural okay let me know, your neural system is being connected to the spirit realm. Like I said, the problem of the fish is not salmon. The problem of a fish out of water is not your salmon that will save him. Amen. Like I said also as we pray, uh, when they, I'm not against teaching please you understand the context I'm talking about, if the mother fish gives birth to fingerlings, does she call the fish and say, ah, fish, ladies and gentlemen, this is water. You must learn how to swim. So they go to swimming school. They don't go to swimming school. It's an an inborn thing. Because by the time you are teaching them to swim, they are in water already, they will drown. What I am trying to say is, how do we teach our people and ourselves to stay in our habitat? That's the key. Because if you teach them from now till thy kingdom come, they, they are got a fish that is gasping out of his natural habitat. So we. Teach them practices. Practices. We ourselves practice it. If you are not praying, no matter how you teach about prayer, your people will not pray. Because it's it's a... It oozes out. If you are not studying the word, or you are just studying to, to, to preach, they will never study the word. If you are not a giver, they will not give. No matter how much you preach it. Amen. Let's teach them. Practice. Practice. Not just generalization. Practice. This. Okay. You want to do this. You want This is what you will do. This is what you will do. Like when believers come with issues now. I don't immediately lay hands and start praying. Why? They've grown very lazy. And that's why, you see, there's a cult of Papa Mama. It's called Simon the Sorcerer. Give me the power. I'll pay money. Like my brother was say, is Simon the Sorcerer. You don't want to pay the price of intimacy. Spending time with the Lord to get the authority. I go to meetings with young people. Sometimes we are mugged. They have to carry us out of the hall. Young men, they want laying of hands. They want impartation. Oh, what you have. Because we have bred a generation of Christians that are lazy. They can't fast. They can't stay with the word for hours. They can't pray. They can't meditate. But they want the impartation of the life. So when they come, one guy came. I'm sorry, he came from somewhere. I told him. You have to go on a 40 day fast. I'm not going to lay hands on you. Say, ah, I thought you would just go and lay. I said, I won't lay hands on you. You go on a 40 day fast. And I gave him scriptures for meditation, for prayer, for this. When you are done, you might not need my help. But it's very few Christians that want that. I said, You might not need my help. You come and tell it, go on, so, so, so number. It's not for deliverance, for whatever. No, 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 no. You build your stamina yourself. Christians, under the house, they can't pray for headache. They can't handle issues. When they have issues, they can't go to God and say, God, what are you saying? They've not learned how to hear God. You teach them how to hear God for themselves because you're preaching. It's second-hand revelation they're hearing. And no matter how second-hand clothes it is, it's not fitted. It's not custom-built. They have to hear God for themselves. So when you come with a problem, what has God said to you? Okay, this issue. How long have you prayed about it? You have prayed. I prayed. I prayed. It's not working. I say, how long have you prayed? Have you fasted? Also, I just did uh, one time. We did the long fast. I did the long fast. Nothing happened. I say, you see, the heart posture already was wrong. If it does not happen, do it again. Stay and develop stamina. Develop stamina. Have obsession for God's presence. Have obsession. It's not my teaching that will save you. One young man came and said, Kai, your teaching have sustained me. I say it's a lie. I say it's wrong for you to say that. I could have taken the glory. Oh yeah, my te-. He said your teachings have sustained me. I say it's wrong. That means you don't have a closet with the Lord. You don't have a walk with the Lord. If you had a walk with the Lord, what you will be saying, my teachings are confirmations of what the Lord has been telling me. Because we are not building clones of us. We are building Christ in their different expressions. I told him, no. I don't take that. That is wrong. That statement looks very right, but it's wrong. You can't. My messages shouldn't be sustaining you. What is that? It's not my message. You don't have a closet. If you have a closet, you say, what you said last week was what God told me two weeks ago. That means you have fellowship. And until we do that, our people and the generality of the church will still be babies. You were talking about engagement. Sometimes, Sunday, don't teach, just pray. You will see after 20 minutes, they are tired. They will sit down. They are tired. They, they don't do it. I asked a question: You have read the Bible from page to page once in your Christian life. Is how many people? Maybe one. I don't think I got one. I said, "That's sad. This is your life. You don't have a plan for it. You, it's not for a pastor. The reading of the. It's not for a pastor because it's the priesthood of every believer." de-emphasize your teachings please as good as it is emphasize more on their fellowship with the lord it's harder you will see the struggle amen i said you've not let the bible throughout how come how many years ten years in the lord you've not gone Okay, I say okay, there is you know some there some hard scriptures, even some of us pastors jump it. Like first chronicles, chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter four, to chapter nine. It's just names, 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 names. This is the son of this, this very difficult name. You jump it. Those hard scriptures, there's something they do to your mind, they give your minds strength, discipline. Stay. When, you, when your mind jump it, go back. It's training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You train the body. You train the soul. Can we talk? Can we just pray for? Like my brother was saying his engagement, engagement Engagement. Desperate engagement. The, Paul talked about in Philippians chapter 1. That the supply of the spirit. From heaven. No, from within us. The supply. The supply we have, we have is not enough to handle the present gross darkness. So we need to increase the supply. And how do we do it? We discipline the body. Like Paul said, I buffet the body. Amen. Sometimes, can I say, I'm not preaching religion, no. Sometimes, dry fast. You do something you've never done before. My fasting, I can't do more than 20 days. Stretch the body. Stretch it. Go for 40. Go for 50. Go for 100. Okay, Say throughout this year, there will be no food on my table. No breakfast, no, no lunch. This year and have a plan he said he that wants to build a tower he must sit down and count the cost that tower is into Christ he must sit down what are my assets and what are my liabilities and sit down how do I cross from here to here it's important we take this our profession with everything it takes Okay, I'm sleeping too much. It's a lie. They told you you need eight hours of sleep. Your life is being wasted. I'm sorry. Who told you that. This medicine. You No, Lord, I will work properly. Sir, praise the name of the Lord. That was something I did. I found out that my prayer life was going down because like Pastor Pete, they will call you ministry, family, this, this, that, this, that, all kinds of. Then Satan was buffeting my body. You know what I did? I took a vow. I wrote it down. I can read it to you. I said, Lord, today I bind my soul and my body to an oath. I bind my soul and my body to an oath that if I don't do this as a daily discipline, take my bishopric, you might not do it. It's there in the Bible. Even God swore an oath that he will what? Or else he will withdraw himself. He had to bind himself to an oath. Your body is lazy. I'm not lying to you. He's lazy. He He likes Facebook. He likes food. He likes sleep. You have to bind it to an oath. I bound it to an oath. So even in the midst of gross tiredness, when I remember the oath, I will do my spiritual disciplines. I want us to receive grace. You know, or else we just come every day and just be talking, talking, and then going around the circle. There are practices. What Christ began to do, then teach. Bind yourself to an oath is there in Numbers chapter 30. If a man will bind himself with an oath, it's there in the Bible, oath-taking. He said to men, the, the taking of an oath is the end of every strife. When you have some satanic strife, I'm not talking about just your final, some satanics are trying to hinder your priesthood. You bind yourself with an oath. Can we just talk to the Lord? Can we receive grace for engagement? Can we receive fresh hunger? Can we receive fresh strength? Can we receive grace? Grace. Can we receive hunger?
1: Can we receive prayer fire? Can we receive study fire?
0: Strength to meditate. He said, My night, my eyes have kept the night watches, meditating on thy word. My eyes have kept the night watches, meditating on thy word eme katha yala bashaka baliyani ketevereto ni makaya ebreketene maniakata bashuka patali bagadia nakai ekapana ile meketele brekayini mohota kasaya encho makata fanima nakai lehete ekapana ile meketele bregadia lavakayana epreteli makashata ile bregadia nakaya ekapana ile meketele bayanaka pause i buffet my body i buffet it i discipline it we bring ourselves to be conquered. Please, final prayer point. That revelation that we are talking about. The Bible said, "And I, John, your brother, in tribulation." And Amen. He said, I was in the Isle of Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. That Isle of Patmos is the place of my dying. That's actually what it means. Patmos means the place of my killing, the place of my dying. They actually took him there to physically die. But that death revelation happened. I want us to ask God if we have been dodging our Isle of Patmos. Because every day God brings it to us. And we have a way of dodging it. Some is finances. Some is whatever. So We dodge. He says, I was in the Isle of Patmos for the word of God. Because some revelations will not open. When I mean revelation, not teaching. Some depth of Christ will not open until we are in the place of our crossing. The place of our dying. I want us to receive grace. I know some dying that I escape. There is a way you escape it. Even with scripture. I want us to ask God for strength. Oh my God. The operation of the spirit of might. The places where the sword of God has pointed. This thing must go. You must lay down this life. I want us to receive message to stay in that place. Some, you might have to stay one year. Some, ten years. Some, five years. Some, six months. Some, one week. But because of the infirmities of the flesh, you're supposed to stay one week. You jumped out after the first day. So we remain in the same place, going around the circle. I want us to talk to the communion. That will receive grace, will receive strength. That will be impartation, our eyes will open. That will receive impartation of strength, impartation of might. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord in Jesus. Hallelujah! Um, please let's um, give our offering. Let's uh, bless the Lord with our substance. If you have an offering, you just uh, put our offering to so our offering box. If you don't have cash, you can pay online. This is that's the ministry account. You can pay through can give your offering through the ministry account uh, Let's not forget that um, um on the eighteenth. So, on the 21st of December is the mansion. So, if you have um, young people who are supposed to be in that meeting, please uh, prepare them for the meeting. That's the flyer on the, on the screen. It's at um, Bishop, Christian Akande Christian Resource Center at uh, Bonogu Road. Pink Story Building, Simmons Grammar School, Bariga Lagos. So, and um, let's prepare our uh, younger ones from the age of 12 and above for that meeting. And the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. So, if you have, if you, you know, you uh, know, churches that you can reach out to for us uh, and give you a letter and equally a flyer for that. And God bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Can you hear me? I said if you know you have churches you can reach out to for us, for the forthcoming coming the mansion, uh, you can reach out to me, I will give you uh, a letter and fly out to that effect so I can help us to reach out to other churches for the mansion for young people. This year, Beginning from the 18th to, to the 1st, of this month. I'm sorry, of next month. Hallelujah. Praise God. And um, okay. Can we stand up our feet as we share the grace and fellowship? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God and the fellowship of your spirit is in us and forevermore. Amen. Surely your goodness and mercies follow us all the days of our lives, As why you're also oh God, forever and ever. Amen. Salam.